Hey y'all, welcome to Beachy Mamas. Here you will find musings on motherhood, marriage, mental health, and basically living life out loud with Liz and Coco. Mostly sunny, a little salty. We are the Beachy Mamas. Hi guys, we are back. It's Liz and Coco, the Beachy Mamas. Um, it's been a couple weeks because... Well, technically it has been. It has. Um, last time we got together, we talked about Mother's Day and kind of our plans, wishes, expectations, all the different things. Um, tell me, how did your Mother's Day pan out? So, you know how we were saying, like, just say what you want, mm-hmm. just do what you want. Mm-hmm. I booked a staycation. I love it. Right here on the island. It was amazing. The afternoon, Jason and I checked in, which was Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason was like, this is perfect. I love it. I saw your pictures and I was immediately <laughs> jealous because we live in like such a great place. Yeah. We don't have to go far. Right. And it was the bomb. I love I that. I am so glad we did that to the point where I'm like, I think I want to do this every year. Jason wasn't stressed. I wasn't stressed. I didn't have to worry about cleaning up anything. Right. I didn't have to worry about, did we have enough towels? Right. guess what? I could call somebody else. Could Brilliant. Could you some more towels? Perfect. Uh, the kids were entertained. We also just love to hang at the beach. Uh, so I think when you have little, so I have three-year-old twins, it's hard because they need somewhere to sleep and right. chill and rest. Right. I also need to sleep, chill, yeah, and rest after definitely. a beach day. So being able just to do that at the hotel and to break up the day. Well, and there's uh, just something about like a beach day nap that hits does, different. It's it like the, you've been in the sun, you've yep. had so much fun, you're a little sandy, a little uh-huh, salty, uh-huh. and then you go into like a cool place or yes. even better, which you had a precious picture. Yep. I love, love, love beach naps. Yes. I uh, mean, you're laying there and you hear the waves yeah. and the wind and ugh, it's it the was, best. Yeah, and that was, we actually took the beach nap on Mother's Day. So waking up Mother's Day, I got to take advantage of some quiet time on the balcony where it was just me, the sunrise and the Lord. I, you... It's the most perfect. It literally was. And so I, Jason was just so like, he was like, it helped me out. Yeah, I'm <laughs> he sure. Was like, he was like, what a great way to spend Mother's Day. Um, everything was the best. Highly, highly recommend. I love that. Uh, just doing that. Yes. It was a last minute idea. And I'm so glad we did. And it was so joyful. That is how, fab. What was yours? How, how was well, yours? Well, okay. So ours was... <laughs> Um, maybe not quite so joyful. There were there was a lot of joy in it. Don't okay. get me wrong, okay? Um, you know, we are in the throes of um, older kids. Finn is 10. Hudson is 15 and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, Finn plays competitive baseball. Mm-hmm. So we actually had a baseball tournament Mother's Day oh, weekend. That's right, that's right. So, which to be fair, I didn't hate that part of it that's because true. we've become family with our baseball team and... Um, I'm not going to lie. We were the moms at baseball on Sunday morning. It was like midday Sunday drinking mimosas in the ball field. Like one of the moms (laughs) brought a jug of mimosas. (laughs) I brought Madre Bonita koozies for everybody. And it was cute and fun. Um, And so then the boys got eliminated after their first game, which they were bummed about. But we were like, hey, cool. We still have half the day. Yeah. Which is awesome. Um, So we went to another friend's house for a little pool party, which... Started out so good, kind of like you. I'm like with friends, we're having drinks and food, and I'm with girl, other girls, and getting we're getting talk time, and the boys are all hanging out and playing. So it's like 
perfect, sounds like. Sounds <laughs> like. I can tell something well, happened. <laughs> because you guys. Here's the thing. Teenagers are the worst. Oh. They're just the worst. And so we're having this great day. Everything's going well. And then, like, the big boys are, like, playing catch in the pool, which is cool, except every time they throw the ball, it's splashing the grown-ups. Mm. And so Brad. I remember those days. It was, ugh. Oh. If I have ever been, like, threatened to death. It was don't splash the adults at the pool. Right. That's literally the like, we're, rule. We're Everybody just, knows that. Right. We're just trying to have fun, too. Yeah. And we're like, y'all can play anywhere. Funny, like, even though adults are in the water, we don't want to be splashed. I know. It's so dumb. But but still, it's still the rule. It's, like it's, it's been the rule for a thousand years. Right. I think it was written in the Bible. 100%. Actually, like, it's on the tablet. It's the 11th commandment. It is. It's on, it's on the tablet, right? It Turn is. the tablet around. There you go. Number 11. Thou shalt not yeah, splash, splash the parents. parents in the pool um so brad tells him like knock it off you guys have you can do whatever you want just don't splash over here well it then it turns into this like back and forth and then there's back talk happening because we all know that teenagers especially teenage boys are going to argue everything because they think they're right and it's just a constant Mm. thing and it's also it's all learning and trying to teach them to have their own voice but also remember that like you're still a child mm-hmm. and if a grown-up and your your parent basically asks you to do something mm-hmm. multiple times at some point period it that's it right yeah. it doesn't matter what you think yeah. at this point like yeah. i've asked you to stop you're not stopping now you're arguing mm-hmm. and you're arguing in front of other adults that's like that's for the sweaty like yeah because then you feel like other parents are judging you like and we shouldn't as parents we shouldn't feel like other parents are judging us but you do yeah you're like okay my kid is acting like a jerk and all these parents are probably like oh my gosh they let the kid talk back Mm -hmm. which we don't and so then you have to like Mm -hmm. really lay down the law and then you end up having to ground your kid from their phone for a week which they're gonna be he's, he's super mad about but it's like you shouldn't have done this. Like, you made a mistake. You're mm-hmm. a kid. And then I always have, like, guilt about it. Like, are we being too hard on him? Are we not? And when I really think about it, we're not being too hard on him. Like, losing the privilege of a cell phone is not a huge big deal. Like, I didn't have a cell phone when I was 15. Oh, that was my graduation gift. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get one until I was, like, phone. 23. I had to buy it myself in yeah. college, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't think... It's not. We're not being too mean. We're not being too hard. But it's really difficult nowadays, and you're going to find this raising your kids mm-hmm. as they get older, that there are so many, um, everybody parents different. And, you know, you do you. I'm going to do me. But your kids are going to compare the way you parent to the way that somebody else's parents are parenting them. And so, like, Hudson, for example, has lots of friends who maybe have more freedoms, mm-hmm. more privileges, don't have as many expectations as he does. And so that makes it harder on us as parents Mm -hmm. because it's a constant like, well, so-and-so doesn't have to do that. Why do I have to do this? Mm. And more than anything... I'm not ready for that. Yeah. But you I mean, I don't think you ever are. I'm not ready for it. And and I'm in it. But just as you're saying, uh, you know, we have a a small group where we have young kids Mm -hmm. together. Right. And all of the moms... We all range in different ages. I like to, well, I don't like to say, but I'm the oldest mm-hmm. mom out of the moms. Like, by 10 years. Like, that's a really big yeah. age yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> age gap. So, it's different because the way that I think they're like, it, we just don't, 
you know, think alike. So I'm like, right. oh, am I? So it just kind of is already making me think or the way that they're doing stuff with their littles and the ways that. So I, I haven't compared myself with it. I've just been taking bits and pieces and of I it think... as I'm building up like my parent toolbox. Of yes. Like, Ooh, I saw, uh, and I'm just going to use Radine. I love you, Radine. Uh, I saw Radine do this with her twins or whatever, or Radine helped me big time with sleep training the twins. Mm-hmm. So that was like a massive, massive, huge help. So um, just keep me kind of like little parenting right. things like in my toolbox on how to do that. Because right. already at three, there's like, I didn't realize I was going to be like a terrorist negotiator. <laughs> I just. That is like a thousand percent <laughs> accurate. I did. That's being a parent. Yeah. I, it's negotiating all the time, yeah, even though I, it shouldn't just, be. It shouldn't be. It should. Yeah, I it just is. didn't know that that's where we were going to be at. So I'm not ready. Like as I see, I, I see him. Like I see your 15 year old. Yeah. I see Levi, my three year old, and I laugh because I'm like, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. The good news is, is you have what 12 more years until he gets to 15, and you have time, and you can learn from my mistakes, <laughs> and you can watch what we're doing because we are not perfect. Um, we are about to implement, so okay, he got grounded, and we've been trying to think about like, okay, we want more than anything, and I think every parent wants this, you want your children to grow up to be happy, right? You want them to be happy, you want them to be healthy, and you want them to be a responsible, respectful, accountable member of society. Mm-hmm. We are raising future women and future men, right? Future mm-hmm. leaders, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we teach them to be respectful, and um, and accountable and responsible. Responsible. Mm-hmm. If we don't force them to do things they don't want to do, sometimes, right? Like everybody, we Hudson a week or two ago, um, he was talking to Brad about his goals, what he was going to do this summer, and the three things he was going to do this summer: eat, sleep, and work out. Cool, bro. That sounds <laughs> awesome. That sounds awesome. What else are you gonna but do? yeah, what else? We're not going to just mm-hmm. do that all summer. And so over the last week, Brad and I have been talking about it, and we kind of have developed like a summer plan. Hudson doesn't know about it yet. He's probably eavesdropping and going to hear it right now. But um, what we've decided... So if you hear slamming doors or a child running... <laughs> right. Be, you'll that's know. That's what it is. Um, so um, ultimately what we decided, he's 15 and a half, right? He's almost 16. He wants money all the time to spend. It's time for him to be earning. Right. I did too. When that's I was 15, I was too. And we're not trying to say, like, we're going to book every hour of your summer. However, you can get a part-time job and work a handful of hours Mm -hmm. per week. Uh, We also are going to encourage him to log volunteer hours every week because that's something else that we really have not struggled with but have really started, like, thinking about and seeing is – our kids live such a privileged life, like way more privileged than I was when I was a child. And I had a great childhood and a great life, but like they're so fortunate to live where we live. I mean, we all live at the beach, right? We live mm-hmm. in a beautiful neighborhood. Um, they go to a great school. Mm-hmm. They have everything they possibly mm-hmm. could ever want. And mm-hmm. they're very spoiled in that. And mm-hmm. I'm thankful. Like, I think when I was growing up, I always, you always say like, I want to be able to give my kids everything. And you do, and I mm-hmm. still do, but I also want them to appreciate and what I they have. Of how hard we've worked Correct. to provide this for you. Correct. And the sacrifices that we've done so that this could happen. Right, and yeah. do they want to maintain this type of lifestyle when yeah. they are adults? Well, then we've got to teach them 
how to be grown-ups, right? We ha- that's our job as parents is we're trying to teach kids how to be adults. And we have to give them the tools. If I just let him eat and sleep and work out this summer, I am not giving him the tools to being a productive member of society. Well, and you know, even just like kind of what you and I were chatting about is like working from home is setting boundaries and schedules for ourselves and having to understand like we also have to be accountable absolutely, responsible and we're in our forties. Yes. And trying to understand like we can both, you and I are also guilty of where we can say we can slack off if somebody's not keeping us accountable and responsible. So even having to have a schedule at the free will of being right able to work from home and how awesome that is it is but that is so true when you put it that way i started volunteering in the seventh grade Mm -hmm. i started doing meals on wheels and you know why here here's the vain reason why so i could get out of class (laughs) that's why i did it i think a lot of people and then i just really became that's when i knew that i had a servant's heart because I just got so filled up right. by serving, you know, these grandmothers and grandfathers, these meals, and they mm-hmm. were just so excited. And I thought, oh, right. this is all it took for them. Right. To, so it just kind of changed then. So it does. I think. And I think. Hug- yes. yes. I think. And having those opportunities, I, I never did Meals on Wheels. I knew people that did. Mm-hmm. But like when I grew up, I was always in some sort of choir or performing group. And we performed at nursing homes all yeah. the time. We went to children's hospitals and performed. I and, you know, for that. us, it was so fun. But we also learned like, gosh, there are people out there that are mm-hmm. lonely and they need friends or they need just interaction. interaction. Um, and that's what we were able to do. And I've been so fortunate in my entire life to have lots of opportunities to volunteer and to give back, um, even here in the Coastal Bend. Yeah, I'm like, what do you need to do? Like, I'm so excited to be volunteering at the twin school. Right. Like, I'm just excited. Right. To, to and we want to cultivate that. that in our kids. Yeah. And the only way we're ever going to do it yeah. is going to be to force them some, because... Oh, you have to plant the seed. And so right. you're planting the seed. <laughs> I planted forcefully. The seed. Forcefully. Correct. He is not going to be... you have to do that. Like, I, we have to germinate seeds, too. Like, there you have to you force go. it to grow. Oh, my gosh. That's such a... We, we should... We need to make, like, a graph of that, right? Like, I like it. Um, but, yeah. I mean, so we have been researching opportunities for him to be able to volunteer, um, the trickiest part of any of it right now is he's not 16 yet, and so we've found that there are some some obstacles with some of the volunteer opportunities. You mm-hmm. have to have a parent present, and one of the things we're trying to do is not be involved. We want to help facilitate. I'll drive him to and from, but we want him to have real world experience without us being the one mm-hmm. to do it for him or for him to or fall back on. Because I'm also like I can get in the middle of something real quick. Right. Not to, because I am a mama middler. Same. I am too, and th- and I know 100 percent that's why Brad's like he has to volunteer without you. Because yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, we can go volunteer for 10 hours a week at blah blah. Yeah. And he's like, not you. Yeah. Not you. You already volunteer, yeah. right? Yeah. You're already doing all the things. This is for him. Um, so anyway, it's been, as I've really thought about it, you know, it, it's going to be a challenge, but I think that it's going to be such a good thing. And everybody we've talked to about it, I actually put it out on our neighborhood group yesterday asking, I started with our neighbors, like, does anybody know of places mm-hmm. that 15 year olds can volunteer or that 15 year olds can get hired? Mm-hmm. You know, before I go and ask the, the whole Corpus Christi community for these recommendations, yeah. I want to start here. Yeah. And here's yeah. why we're trying to raise our kid to be respectful and responsible and accountable. Mm-hmm. And it takes a village. We can't do it by ourselves. Yeah. So thank you so much in advance. And we got one of the comments was literally somebody not giving any suggestions, but saying, thank you. Thank you for mm-hmm. making your kid do this. More involved, parents need to do this because it starts when they're young 
That was the last sentence they said. It starts when they're young. And that's where you and I were talking about how the twins, they're only three. Mm -hmm. But you know what? There's stuff they can start doing to be helpful around the house. And it doesn't yeah. have to be hard. Jason just brought that up last night. Listen, I don't like chores. <laughs> I'm being responsible. I will download Nobody does. 52 apps on how to do chores. <laughs> I will watch 52 billion videos on TikTok on how to clean. I'm not cleaning anything after or during. Okay, I like to watch it. I'm like, okay, that it's was like fun. it's like going to the grocery store and buying two hundred dollars worth of groceries and, and then, then coming right. home and ordering food. Yes. Okay. So that's welcome to my life. So I get that, it. that's that's what it is all the time. Um, however, what I'm noticing now that I have my children is that uh, disorganization and chaos starts to flare up my anxiety. Yes. And clutter I, that 100%. used to not bother me, mm -hmm. and I'm starting to learn that now. And so. When I start to feel like everybody, it's like me pulling up an emergency break and I'm like, we're done. And you know what it is? And we start putting things up. Yes. Absolutely. hundred percent. What it is. So this is a thing? It is. Because I went through okay. this. When I went through not being able to handle clutter, like my house right now, you're, you see, it's crazy. It this makes me. This is normal to me though right now. And so I for, can understand. I'm past. See, I'm just, I'm on the other side of it. Oh, but I what I realized me. for me, it was, me. but for me, it was after Jared died, having a clean and tidy space made me feel in control. Mm. And anytime, and that's what it is for you. So that's that's why it gives you your anxiety. Gonna, it's like. Listen, I'm going to write this down because I'm back in counseling and. Interesting is because I don't, <laughs> I don't think I have control issues. Ah, I said it. You do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love you so much. We, we all do, and there's nothing wrong with having but, control issues. But when you feel like your life is spiraling yes, out of control, yes. there are some things you can control, and that's yeah. the mess in your house. Yes. And so there are times, Brad yes, calls I'm it. Writing, I'm literally, I'm writing this down. <laughs> Brad calls it rage cleaning. Like there are times when I feel okay, like so, so out of my mind. I'm just like. I need everybody out of my way, and I'm going to clean. So last night, Jason came home and was like, I want to start mowing the yard right now. Move, get all this stuff up. And he's like, I've been working for 14 hours. What's happening? I was like, it needs to be done now. Right now. Right. So you were having a moment. Okay. And those are the, th but those are the things that we can control. And parenting, it makes you feel out of control all the yeah. time. So yeah. there are those things like having a, a clean living room or a clean sink of dishes or whatever that even though well, it doesn't take away the chaos yeah. of life, it's like, you know what? I can control mm -hmm. if the laundry is done or not. Yes. I like that you brought that up because I am learning to choose what will be cleaned and won't be cleaned. Mm -hmm. And so if the living room, and so this is what we're bringing up chores is after dinner, uh, Levi and Jay push the table back, mm -hmm. you know, so and working on the chairs. And then at that point, it's like, okay, let's start putting the shoes up. Because right. even I was guilty. I had three pairs of shoes. But same. Anyway, just them stopping. And so Jay brought it up to Levi mm -hmm. and said, okay, son, I think we're old enough now to start helping mama out around the house. Yes. Chores. I love that. I think that was also because my cry on Mother's Day was like, I feel like I have 22 kids because right. I'm always... Because my brain is just always thinking of all the things of, that need right. to get done, and which that's, is natural. It, and that right? it is, but it's hard because but it is. Like, yeah. It seems to. It seems to, for the most part, always fall on the mom to yeah. always be thinking. Okay, if we're gonna do this, what's yes. gonna happen with the kids, or yeah. what's for dinner, or yeah. do the grocery shop? Yeah. And it's it's not a bad thing. It right. just sometimes you do you feel the weight of mm -hmm. all of it, and you're like, I just need a minute to yeah. not have to plan something, yeah, or to which, not have to do it. And that's why your beach day, yes, oh, that is. 
hundred so percent. So, so while good. we were at the beach, you're over here so, solving a 15 year old <laughs> problem. Ages um, and stages. Okay, so he's still grounded from his phone. Okay, he's you're cut. about to drop the bomb, and he's getting ready to start doing volunteer service and right. reading 700 books. This okay, summer. oh, we haven't even <laughs> talked about that yet. So the book project, which I'm actually the most excited about the book project. For our entire family, we're gonna do a reading project, a summer reading project to make sure that we all just don't lose our minds when we're not in school and we have something That's keeping our minds so going, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing hard or super crazy. Um, it was actually Brad's idea. He's like, I think Hudson needs to read a book every week and write a book report on it because Number one, Hudson's a great reader. He's a fast reader. It's not going to be hard for him to do that. But then sitting down and remembering how to use a computer so that like, when he goes back to school, he won't be a total dum-dum. But also, those are skills, right? If he ever got a job where he needed to work on the computer, mm -hmm. he's going to be practiced in typing. Um, so anyway, I was on board with this book project. I'm like, I'll read a book a week. Finn can read a book a week. Brad will read, right? She, uh, for the record, she didn't ask me because she knew the answer would be no. Okay. Coco's going to read a book, though. We're going we're gonna to read Everybody's a book. Everybody's forced me to read a book. And like, <laughs> we're going to read like... a book together. <laughs> Except for you can just listen to it on Audible. Oh, I, oh, I'm going to write that down, too. Yeah, write it down. Don't forget. I'm going to put it on your phone before you leave. Um, the book we're going to do, by the way, that Coco and I are going to read is Untamed by Glennon Doyle. So if you want to read it with us, go ahead and download it. Uh, anyway, so Brad had the idea for the project. I loved it. Well, then I thought to kind of elevate the project, why don't we reach out to a handful of men in Hudson's life that have had an impact or been an influence on him? Okay, that's good. And have those people choose a book okay. for him to read. It's like some book that they had read in their life that they either they loved the book or it was maybe it, maybe it's a self-help book. Maybe it's a business book. Maybe it was a sports book. Maybe it's fiction. Maybe it's nonfiction. I don't care. But a book like we all have books like that in our life. Well, see, that's interesting. You I don't think just, you have one? I don't. And so even when you were a kid, did you have a book you loved? You know, no. I mean, all I can think about is um, Ramona. Oh, I love and, those books. Yeah. But those Beatrice. were great books, right? You learned about Beverly Cleary. Sisters Cleary. Yeah. Yep. Oh. I read all of the Ramona and Beezus books. In fact, my sister, when she just had her girls, Ramona was like on the baby name list. Oh, really? Oh. From that? Yeah. I also loved Amelia Bedelia. Loved. Really? You are like Amelia Bedelia. I love. Yeah. You said I'm like her? Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. She so Amelia Bedelia influenced you. Quirky, yeah. funny, fun. That's funny. Like, I never I love really that. thought about that would be something to be like one of yeah. Totally. You always think that it needs to be something so freaking deep. Right, it doesn't. Which is we're always overthinking on like right. this masterpiece answer of like what it should be. Right. Hmm. It doesn't have to be anything masterful or masterpiece. Like it's just something that impacted you or made a difference in your life. And well, clearly that you remember and got a, brought a great memory or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I think, so what I did basically is I wrote an email and I sent it out to, and the night before, a couple nights ago at dinner, we just had a conversation about impactful people in our life. We didn't tell them why or anything. Oh. We're like, who are some people in your life that have That's made a difference? Good. So Brad talked about people in his life. I talked about people in my life. And then Hudson came up with a handful of people in his life that made a difference. So I sent an email yesterday to those people and just said, hey, we're doing this project. Hudson mentioned you as somebody is is, cool. who is impactful. We would love it if you would share a book title of a book that you know you loved, made a difference, impacted you, um, and, and maybe you could include a note 
to Hudson of encouragement or like this is why I liked this book or whatever um, because I think that maybe we'll get better buy-in from him on the project that's, if yeah. we're not the ones saying you have to read There's this book and this book and this that's book important to him tied to right mm-hmm. so I'm actually really really excited mm-hmm. about the project I'm excited to see the book suggestions um, I can't wait we, I've already had a few of them start coming in which I think is going to be really cool. Um, so anyway, I, I, if, if anybody who's listening has any great book suggestions, I would love to know, like, what are some books in your life that have been impactful or helped shape who you are? Um, I mean, <laughs> oh, I'm, oh. I'm a huge reader, and so I yeah. have tons of books well, that I could you, say. But When you ask it like that, what book shaped you, and I answer Amelia Bedelia, <laughs> well, it doesn't hit the same. It's like, ooh. <laughs> I, I bet there are. So I think you could even, it could be, maybe it could be a podcast that's had an impact on you or a TikTok. <laughs> yeah. That's... No. So I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to change that. I think, we're gonna you know, that. when I had my miscarriage, there was a couple of books that I read that, uh, you know, I've, I've given to other mothers that was, you know, helpful. Right. Well, that makes it, that's, that that's something, right? That makes a difference. And I think that's what I like so much about books is I think because there are so many out there and another, I need to read so much more. This is what my counselor just told me. I'm going to, I'm going to help you. I'm I'm going to help you. I do need to do better. And that's something that I'm trying to carve out talking about getting a schedule well, and is, you want your kids to be readers, right? 100%. And, and you and, have to model that behavior. Right. And so I, my Levi already, well, there's a ton of books in the van. And in the morning, he likes to read something. And it. so then Grace will pick something up. Perfect. And so th- they already are great. And we read in the evening and Good. stuff like that. But you're right. I think while we're all outside, when we're working on our space, being outside and reading together, I just... I. I'm going to give you some suggestions, but like I said, I think, like you said, you had books that you read or things that you read that helped you when you were in hard times. And I think that's a lot of times when we turn to books is like, we're struggling, we're looking for an answer or for something. That's where most of my impactful books have come from. Oh, it says I have some credits expiring. <laughs> if you don't use them, I will. Cause I have to like buy I have 10 credits available. Girl, okay. let me help you spend okay. those credits. Um, so yeah, send us your recommendations on what you're going to do. Send us recommendations on your favorite parenting books. That's what I really, I'm all, there's tons of books out there and you know, I don't have time to read them all, but like if anybody has suggestions on in particular raising teenagers, that would be awesome. I would love to have, um, any type of feedback on that. You can send me the cliff notes. When I was a kid, they were, uh, yellow yellow and black. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I'll write a book review for everything we read. I'll do a book review on Coastal Bend Mom. Oh, okay. um, and, I and to be fair, That's actually a great idea, let's, be, let's be real about it. Like, not everybody has time, yeah. especially when your kids are little, to sit and read a whole book. Mm-hmm. And that's where things like CoastalBendMom.com come in. Like, we've got short articles, mm-hmm. but are answering some of those questions that maybe a mom has about sleep training or potty training you don't want to sit down and read a whole book but hey I can go read this quick article and maybe you know figure out Mm -hmm. some stuff like I'm going to try to start writing about parenting teenagers there is not that much information out there about parenting teenagers well and I also think doing it with your foot down you know that's that's what uh I I have a I don't know I don't even know how I'm trying to say this I find a lot of value in chatting with you about that because Mm -hmm of what you have hard nose on right. with your sons. And I think that's so important. Like right. you're still a cool mom, but still like you're their mom. And it's right. just so important. Like 
you're not their homie. Right. And that's, that's and hard. Like, that's because tough. And just like we're, right now what he's going right. through and y'all and are we're, all having to do it together. Yes. And, and we're all and around. And also you and Brad are doing it together. You have to. Yeah. You have yes. to. I cannot. That's so important too. It is. And you have to get, like, Brad and I talk about things before we talk to Hudson. Yes. To make sure we're on the same page. Yes. And and I think that is so important when you're parenting, whether you are able to parent together in the same home or you're co-parenting. Like, being on the same page is so, 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 so important. And also, like you said, being the foot-down parent, it's so hard because there are so many parents that aren't. Mm-hmm. But it's really important yes just like you are raising responsible adults are going to be contributing back to the society Uh, you know for jay and i you know we want to do things different as parents to break cycles absolutely um and so there's always that conversation it's tough too to have those like it is uh, you know because i've even said this out loud like bro we are not parenting the same but we are hitting a giant brick wall and it is pissing me straight up (laughs) and it happens you know it definitely happens but even be able to have that conversation Mm -hmm. and not letting that letting that fest fester so i think that's what's so awesome so i'm excited to see what's gonna happen this summer so you let this me too boot camp go down right (laughs) and then we'll we'll write a whole book about it Well, you but know, it's important it because, is. you know, even though, again, 10 and 15, my twins are three already just laying that foundation down. Right. Like, I still want us to have fun, but also like just really learning about growing up in chaos and clutter and different things like that. I don't want that. Right. For them, like, I don't want us to wake up in the morning just freaking out. Where's all the stuff? We can't find it. It just really right. sets a crazy energy Definitely. for all of us. Um, and and it's we're all starting to recognize that. Good. And that's really, I didn't do that when my kids were smaller. And mm. it was, I won't say it was necessarily harder to implement it when it, they were older. But now that we have started implementing stuff, mm-hmm. I see how much better it is. And I wish I would have done it before mm-hmm. because I'm like, gosh, there was so long that I felt just mm-hmm. so overwhelmed, mm-hmm. so crazy. The kids weren't helping with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so much better. And and like yeah. you were you were telling me, I can't remember if you are, we already said it here, but you were telling me earlier when Jay said that, he talked about helping mama. Mm-hmm. It's not just helping mom. It's you guys are a team as a family, well, right? You're team O and mm-hmm. everybody contributes to the household. So that's mm-hmm. what we tell Hudson and Finn all mm-hmm. the time. Like it's not just one person's job to do all the chores and all the household. We all live here. We all live here together. We all eat the yeah. food. We all do the stuff. So we're all going to contribute in our own ways, mm-hmm. right? And you do it age appropriate, like like you guys are yeah. already doing, like those little things. Also, it helps me too because I'm like, okay, if they can put their shoes up, I can put my <laughs> shoes up. <laughs> it's know? totally like, true. <laughs> you know, dad. Here's the other thing too is like Jason and I don't have like quote unquote that's his chore, that's my chore. Right. It's just get it, get it done. Absolutely, that's how like, we are too. Get it in done. general, like just somebody who's right. there, get it done. Right. Like two two weeks ago, I think I learned Brad was out of town for work. And the yard needed to be mowed and weed needed. And Hudson can do it all. But he was like frustrated, frustrated. And I was like, you know what? I'll help you. Mm-hmm. I'll help you. Show me what to do and I'll help you. And we have like a riding mower. It's like zero turn. It's like <sighs> all this crazy all stuff. Right, you have to right, use yeah. hand controls. But I learned how to do it. And I was actually like, you know what? That's pretty fun. And that's something that if Brad has to work out of town or he has to work late or whatever, yeah, he, it doesn't have to just be his job. Mm-hmm. Just like he cooks dinner sometimes. Mm-hmm. He, we do laundry. No chore 
And I think, especially you, you have boy-girl twins. So it's important for them to see that, Mm -hmm. like, one chore isn't a boy chore and one chore isn't a girl chore. They're all the household chores. We're having so many of those conversations. Again, things they didn't tell you at the baby shower. And this is something else um, for a later time. And just didn't realize how many of those conversations I was already going to have to have. Like, what? Doesn't matter. It's just, it's just so it funny. Matter, but yeah. yeah. But anyway, so. Well, write that down so we'll talk about that because yeah. I think that would be a great, yeah. great conversation to have. But anyway, bottom line, like parenting, man, it's tough. And it, we're all learning every single day on how to parent the best way, raise good kids, mm-hmm. keep our mental health and sanity yes. in check. Um, I it, think that's like where the checks and balances come in. So like I checked out 100%. Um, where it just, it felt amazing. and She checked out so much that her phone even recognized she was checking out and stopped responding to the point where I was worried and I'm like texting her husband. I'm like, oh my gosh, is she okay? And he's like, like, you're a crazy person. She's playing with the twins. I'm like, but she's not answering. I didn't even, I, it wasn't, I mean, you remember I was sharing my mom went on a cruise. Like, I didn't even right. hear from my mom. So finally, I called her like, hi, hi, hi. You remember me? And she's like, where have you been? I'm like, what? where have you been? Yeah. Anyways, but. Your phone was in tune with you. It knew. It was like, and this it was shit like, needs She needs a break. Check out. And I love that. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's so good to check out, to unplug. We encourage people on Coastal Then Mom every Sunday mm-hmm. to unplug. We do a post and it's like, hey, it's Sunday. We encourage you to go outside. Yeah. The time you would spend on social media or on your phone, like put it down. Go read a book ride a bike take a nap mm-hmm. watch a movie with your family whatever mm-hmm. but unplug like we all need to yeah no, it was it was awesome it was so good i love it was that so good well I, I, i'm, I'm, I'm encouraged i need to do that too i think well and i think that's important that we're encouraged by other parents like, definitely we shouldn't be comparing we should be encouraged 100 percent. i love that and it's like if i don't agree with that okay cool that's not gonna work for me cool right. but guess what it worked for you awesome Definitely. I want to be encouraged by other parents. I love that. I want to write that down and make a meme out of it. Okay, you're welcome. Let's do it. Thank y'all. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, yep. <laughs> Have a great week. We'll talk to you guys next time. Mostly sunny, a little salty. We are the Beachy Mamas. Thanks for listening. New episodes drop every Friday. I mean, that's the hope anyways. Catch us on social media at the Beachy Mamas.